It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. Welcome back to the month of May. We are in our fourth week in our new series called A Month of Moms, and we could not be more excited to have had some amazing conversations already. And I know we're in for a special treat uh, this week as we have another mother-daughter duo who are going to share some wisdom and perspective um, that are really going to encourage us and point us back to Jesus. You know, each of these mother-daughter teams that we've had join us, uh, Deb, you know, there's been different personalities and different perspectives and People have come from different backgrounds, but I think the one thing that we have cherished the most about this month is that each uh, combination of mothers and daughters, the desire in their home has always been to raise their children to love the Lord. That's so true. And Laura, I'm excited to introduce our guests today because you don't know them. This is going to be a brand new experience (laughs) for you to get to hear their stories. So our Beyond the Building community, I want to introduce you to a longtime friend, Sandy Smith. And her newly married firstborn daughter, welcome to that new season, uh, Hannah Bayo. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us um, and your willingness to come and share. This is your first podcast, isn't it? It's our first. Our um, very first. <laughs> well, we just want to welcome you guys. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. We're so excited. And um, we're excited to get talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. I just can't wait to talk about, you know, where I've come, what I've seen and this wonderful mother of mine and just, you know, how God has worked in both of our lives. So I got to ask you a question. Are you nervous? Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. I wrote all these notes. You wrote all <laughs> these notes. Oh, that's so much fun. And that, honestly, that kind of stuff just makes it all the more fun, I think being in it together. Uh, Debbie, you mentioned that you and Sandy have known each other for a long time. Now, we were talking about the fact recently, Deb, that you and I know each other for a long time, but I know that you and Sandy have known each other for a long time. So tell us about that. Um, How far back do you guys go? Oh, gosh, Dan, what do you think? I mean, our husbands, Elmer is your husband, my husband, Ward, they met at work. Right. But how old were we, you figure, when we started hanging out? I mean, Elmer just graduated, so he was twenty like, well, like 21. So maybe like 22, maybe you guys were 23. I was maybe 21, but wow. so it's been a long, long time. Wow. <laughs> and we, and we started, did, we started having this monthly dinner and I had to laugh because we played clue uh-huh. every month that we would get together. And that was before we had to go to bed at like nine 30 or 10 o'clock <laughs> stay up late. What do you remember about anything from those clue days or that box that we had the clue box? Well, I uh, loved our dinners and I especially loved when we played Clue because each time we would write some kind of memory on the box. And (laughs) so when we started meeting, I was not a Christian. Elmer was not a Christian. We, um, you, you and Ward just kind of invested your time in us and showed us Jesus. And um, before I was a Christian, I would cheat. Yes, you did, girl. Just, just a little bit, just a little bit. But then, after I became saved, um, then I know I we wrote on there that I am a new person. I no longer cheat. Yes, so. that actually was on like January the third, nineteen ninety three. We were looking at the box um, here before we recorded, and it said, "I no longer cheat. I'm a new person." Um, <laughs> The other thing I remember about those games too, is um, my husband and I would take like ridiculous amount of notes 
on the game of clue and you did not you had like a check mark which yeah. made no sense and yet sandy would skunk us it's because she cheated that's all i can say <laughs> Well, I would say that it was my brain could hold a lot more now that I'm older. It's like, you know, what was I, what was I, about? <laughs> I get you, you know, but I laugh because God watched us play those clue games and have those dinners together, but God had so much more in store for us than a work relationship or just an early, just newly married um, friendship. What do you just take it from there, Sandy? What did God do through that friendship to draw you to yourself? You mentioned you were not a believer when we no. first met. Um, I didn't grow up in a Christian home. So you kind of were the first person that talked to me about Jesus. Hmm. And I was kind of a bit of a mess. Um, I had grown up in a difficult home, a divorced home. Um, I so wanted a relationship with my mom and I could never have that. And I remember one time we were driving somewhere. I think we were driving back from the beach and we were talking about my mom and I got a migraine and you were like, Sandy, you don't have to live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. Jesus will be your peace. He will give you, he will pour out his peace on you and you will no longer have to live like this. Cause I was, I was a mess. Mm. Um, and so, um, you invited me over to dinner on October 5th, 1992. Mm. And it was just us. It wasn't the boys. It was just us. And we had dinner and we watched the movie Jesus. It was the first time I ever seen it. And I was like sitting there and God was just speaking to me because I had grown up in this environment where I didn't feel loved. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel cherished. I didn't feel, I felt empty and lonely. And so when I met Elmer, you know, he tried, but I still was a mess. I had all these walls. I had all, I, I was a mess. And, um, and so we started watching this movie and God just started speaking to me and he started saying, I love you. Mm. You are worthy. I, you are so worthy that I sent my son to die this horrible death for you. And like he was just, and this movie was just having such an impact on my life as I was seeing for the first time, what Jesus actually did for me. Mm. And I remember you turned the movie off and I just fell in your arms crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went upstairs and we were talking about it. And I said, that's it. I want this Jesus. Mm. And we prayed the prayer and, and my entire life changed mm-hmm. completely. 100%. Mm-hmm. My children's lives are changed. My marriage has changed. He is a God of rescue. He is a God of healer. He is mighty and powerful. And if you just surrender to him, mm-hmm. he'll completely make you whole. And that's what he did to me. Now, Elmer didn't come to Christ right away. No, I went home afterwards. I'm like, come on, Elmer, let's go. Let's, let's go to church. And he was like, you yeah, know, <laughs> so, uh, so it, it took a little bit. Um, and I tried to change him. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> and um, that didn't work. And God said, stop. Um, I will change him. You work on letting me change you. Mm-hmm. And so I read the book, um, Lord Change Me by Evelyn Christensen, I think it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might've probably gave it to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, and I read that and uh, it was just like, okay, you know what, God, I surrender him to you. And, and he did a miracle in his life too. I mean, he's completely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. He loves Jesus. He has shown each of our girls a true father, like mm-hmm. what, you know, mirrors the image of the true father. I mean, our marriage is amazing like it's just it's just peace like 
like you told me a long time ago, it's just peace. Now I'm not saying that we haven't had our ups and downs because everybody has their ups and Everyone downs. Everyone does. Yep. Yep. But um, so, yeah. And I grabbed a hold of a verse and I wrote it down here and first, um, but it, it I don't remember that it's like first Peter one, three, I think. And it talked about the fact that, um, you know, wives, if you're, if your husband doesn't know or obey the word, then you just be quiet and live your life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, that's the verse God gave to me to hang on to during that time. Mm-hmm. And, and it was true. You know, I just became that quiet, you know, and lived and, you know, try live my life for Jesus. And he did, he, he came back, you know, mm-hmm. he came to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is something that I say a lot and uh and debbie knows it like when i Ready? hear something should we say it together yeah that's a wow like, that's is that a wow. What you're saying? <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm telling you i i am just sitting here thinking this is a a huge huge wow to hear your testimony sandy and um i i love the fact that this is a podcast about moms but you are showing how the foundation of you as a mom right has impacted all of your kids and will continue through generations so just to hear this story there's so much to it. Honestly, we could say so much, but in addition to the fact that we're talking about becoming a mom and hearing your amazing salvation story, it's just amazing how God does orchestrate our steps and does bring people into our story at the right time for the right thing at the right moment. You know, he loved you so much that he put you playing that clue game, you know, with all of your little cheat moments there, right? It was just setting you up for this amazing moment of salvation and a radical change for the kingdom of God. So that is a huge wow. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure many people are encouraged, especially um, those of us who are still praying for loved ones to come to Jesus, right? Yes. It's never, it's never too late. And so I appreciate that so much. So that's your story, Hannah. It's your turn. Uh, I love your mom's story about how she came to a relationship uh, with Jesus as a young adult. What 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 happened with you? What's your story? So my childhood was completely different. Um, you know, I grew up in a home that was all about Jesus, you know, all about just showing us who the father was and his love. And, you know, I, at a very young age, I was taught, you know, about God's grace, his love, you know, just everything. And like, you know, that was always just something constant that, you know, I was always learning about, always seeing in my house and everything. And actually we always joke about, um, cause I was homeschooled until about seventh grade. And we always joke about how we would, there'd be some days we would only ever do Bible. Like that was the only <laughs> class that we got through. That's um, the best. <laughs> and it is. And, and, you know, like we wouldn't do math or we can get to reading and be like, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. You know, um, <laughs> but I just, I remember, you know, we, I was taught all the Bible stories, you know, I, we had um, a giant book and I remember just coloring, like, you know, the creation and all that stuff. So, you know, I was just given like such a firm foundation and I was given, you know, a role model to kind of watch and see, you know, okay, this is like, you know, how you are a Christian, how, you know, you live for God. And, um, and I hold on to that. And, but um, I had a little, little bit of a rebellious period in high school. Um, you know, I had gone through some things and I think the biggest thing was that, um, you know, I had seen a relationship with God, but I hadn't really taken on my own. Um, you know, I kind of just stepped into my mom's relationship with God and that's kind of what I was trying, you know, to mosey on through. So, you know, whenever, you know, so, so something happened or, you know, the wind came coming, you know, my foundation kind of cracked because, you know, I wasn't steady in my relationship. So I did have, you know, a little time in high school where I kind of walked away from the faith. I was like, you know, I'm done with this. I'm just going to 
do what I want to do, you know, like what, what has this ever done for me? Like type thing. And it was, it was, it was a rough, rough couple of years, <laughs> especially on yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I remember, you know, throughout the entire thing, like my mom was always praying for me, you know, I didn't want to hear it, but she was always giving me godly advice still, you know, through all of that. And, you know, um, and I, shoot, I look back and I see there were so many times, you know, God protected me, like even mm-hmm. when I was, you know, completely ignoring him or, you know, doing whatever I wanted to. Um, and so then I graduated high school and actually it was the best thing for me. (laughs) It was the the best thing for me. I went to a Christian college far away in Florida. I went to Southeastern university and I just, I just got my world rocked. You know, I, I was in an environment where, you know, I was once again, surrounded by the love of God and just, you know, learning about him. I had basically hit rock bottom, but I feel like I needed to do that. And, you know, because of, the firm foundation that I had as a kid, like when I hit rock bottom, I was like, I know where to go back to. Like, Amen. I know, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I'm a mess and, you know, I'm, I'm basically going to crawl, you know, to the feet of Jesus. But like, I knew like, that's where, you know, I needed to go. And mm-hmm. I just Amen. completely changed my life. You know, in college, I learned what it really meant to have my own relationship with God. And I like, you know, figured that out. I worked on it. You know, I, um, I got into the nursing program at my school and I graduated as a nurse. So, you know, that was a, that was a big accomplishment. Yeah, it is. That is. um, Actually, I met my now husband, my senior year of college. So nice. Yeah. And we just got married in December. So tell him how you met him. (laughs) Your first time you met him. So actually the funny story kind of off topic, but the first time I met him was actually at um, the send in um, Florida. It's like this big, you know, youth. Uh, yeah it's a rally isn't it? yeah okay and I don't to this day we still neither of us remember meeting each other um <laughs> but we met through a mutual friend and I actually have a video on my phone yep. of both of us like sitting there like worshiping our hearts out and we're yep. standing next to each other no oh wow yeah that's look Ma- Laura's mouth is still that, open that's another wow <laughs> that's another wow. yeah so you know and now I'm here and now which, again, I just feel like the father's smiling, going, well, watch this. Exactly. <laughs> watch this. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Now, Sydney, I you shared a little bit about just how significant um, a, a contrast between the, the childhood you had. And now I'm hearing the childhood that your girls have. You and Elmer have four daughters. Yes. Right. Four daughters. And Hannah, you're the oldest. So yes. what's the family makeup um, right now in your family? So uh, Grace is my is our second one, um, and she graduated last year, and she's a teacher in Oklahoma in a Title I school because she has a heart for the poor. Um, she wants to, I think after um, paying for some of her student loans, she wants to go be a missionary down in South America, Guatemala, or somewhere. She went on a missions trip in, um, where'd she go? Paraguay and like, absolutely loved it. Like the smile on her face is the most smile. And I've known, like, and I'm going to say this later, like what I <clears throat> prayed for God to tell me, what was the gift in each of the child of my children um, that you've given me? What is, what did you place in them? What do I need to encourage them? Mm. And, 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 and I knew she was going, that was her calling. She was going to be a missionary. Mm. 
So she's in Oklahoma. Sarah is a sophomore in college at SEGU. It's a small Christian college in Texas. And she wants to be a social worker. Mm. So she wants to go and uh, rescue children. So orphanage, some kind of something, but it's been prophesied over her that she's going to go into a room and the demons are going to have to flee. So, um, you know, she's got that. She's amazing. I mean, all my kids are super amazing. Um, and then Annalise is our baby and she's going to be a senior in a couple months. And mm. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> the same oh. way you, the same way you dealt with it when Hannah was a senior. Well, but oh. I had more. Now this yeah. is it. Yes. You know, Elmer's like, <laughs> Oh, yay. We, you know, we're free now. And I'm like, oh, this is my heart, but yeah. she's an amazing kid. Like she's um, the president of the FC or not president. She helps lead the FCA. She's going to, you know, speak at it. And so um, what she wants to do is she wants to be a lawyer for um, Christian rights, religious rights. So we'll mm. see, you know, how that goes. We definitely are going to need it. <laughs> so, but isn't it yeah. fascinating? Such strong callings on each of your four girls. Yeah. No, wonder was, the, no wonder the enemy tried so hard to keep you in the darkness. Yeah. And it's so crazy to me because like, they're just, they all have such love for Jesus, you know, mm-hmm. like for all four of them to be loving and, and Grace kind of had her time too. Um, you know, her dark, she went through depression. She ended up getting a concussion. So, but <clears throat> You know, just I am just all a God. I when people say, you know, how I'm like, it's but God. He's mm. the one that did it. Yeah. You know? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Hannah, I have a question for you as we start talking a little deeper about the mother-daughter relationship here. Um, I have a daughter who is uh, very similar in age to you, and we have great conversations too. Um, but I'd love to start it with this. If you look at your mom. And if you were to try not to cry, I wish everybody could see that look. (laughs) That was really cute. Um, If you were to narrow down uh, the top most admired and appreciated character qualities uh, that your mom has that you admire and appreciate, uh, what would they be? And if you feel led, um, why are they significant to you? Well, the first one I would definitely say is her kindness. Um, you know, growing up, I just watched her just love people so well, like even people she didn't know, you know, she would just talk to them, say hello, you know, like, How, how's your day going? So, you know, she's just always been so kind to people and she's just been always so willing to to help those who need help. Um, and so I've just kind of seen her just be this kind, loving person. And it's really, you know, ingrained in me, you know, how I should treat other people. So, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, she, she showed me kindness and showed, you know, and showed me how to, you know, be kind to other people. Mm. Um, I would say another uh, thing that I noticed in my mom is just, she's, she's so strong, you know, over, the years that I've watched her, you know, go through different things. I've, you know, I've seen her just handle everything so well, you know, she, she always comes out on the other side, you know, stronger, better person. You know, she, she doesn't waver in her faith, which I think is, is a big thing. You know, that's, it's, it's very easy, you know, you know, like, you know, the Bible verse says, you know, you have little faith, like it's so easy to, you know, have little faith and you when things go wrong, but you know, I've seen her just be so strong, like not even just for herself, but like for the family, like just be that, you know, strong, unwavering um, soul. And it's, it's just been, it's been amazing to watch. And, um, but I definitely think the biggest thing is, is her love for God. You know, I, Mm. 
there's been so many times where I just am like, wow, like she just loves the Lord so much. Mm. And it's just inspiring. Like I, I remember growing up, there'd be times where like, I was just like, I just want, you know, like the desire and the love, you know, that, of God that my mom has. Mm. So, you know, it's just been, it's been awesome to, to watch her and just see, you know, how dedicated and how, you know, she just, how strong her desire is for the Lord. Mm. So Sandy, let that sink in. I mean, just think about it. You were a mess at 23. I said, I didn't want children. That's right. Because you were afraid. Yep. Right. And especially a mother daughter relationship. Yeah. Right. The, it just, it's overwhelming. So here you are listening to your oldest daughter, the one you were kind of your, the first child's always the guinea pig. (laughs) Absolutely. We do our best, but we're learning on you. But, but Sandy, so seriously soak that in that you're listening to your firstborn adult daughter whose walk with Christ is so molded by your example. How, what in the world are you feeling inside? And did you ever have a clue? That's not a pun, but it could be. Did you ever have a clue? That your life would make such a spirit, such a significant spiritual impact for for eternity, for eternity. I know. know. It's, oh, I try not to cry is how I would probably put it now. But, you know, when God does so much for you, you can't, you can't do anything but live for him, Mm -hmm. you know, and he did so much for me. I mean, like I had said, I wanted that relationship with my mom and I never got it. I still don't have it today, but God gave me a close, close, super close. Like we're like best friends, all of us. We're such a close family. And I know it's, it's many, many prayers from the time that they were in my belly, but um, you know, he blessed me with four, not just one. I just wanted Mm -hmm. one relationship. He blessed Mm -hmm. me with four. He mm-hmm. gives us more than we could ever ask or dream of. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, and that's what he's done for me. And like, I just wanted someone to love me, you know, mm-hmm. that's it. Just someone mm-hmm. love me, someone see me. And, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing. It's, it's God is a good God. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And you're, this story is testimony to that for sure, because yeah. I mean, you just wanted someone to love you and, and to see your family as best friends, you know, in a world right now where there's so much division in families, yeah. this is really a very refreshing word about the fact that families can be unified. We're called to be unified mm-hmm. and to support and love one another. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing that uh, I think the mother and daughter relationship is purpose to do is, is God uses uh, the relationship with our moms to prepare us to be wives, right? As young women. And so Hannah, um, you've shared that you were recently married and super excited for you about that. Um, I know through all these years, you have watched your mom who is, who you've already shared has shown kindness and, and love and a passion for Christ. Um, which I'm sure would be part of your answer to this next question, but how has her life and how have you uh, seen her model marriage in a way that has prepared you to um, go out there and, and be the wife that God desires you to be? I've just, I mean, it just comes down to, I've seen her just model the Proverbs 31 wife so well, you know, I've, I've watched her um, submit to my dad. I've watched her, you know, just, be so uh, passionate about tending to the needs of her household, you know, of, of just putting others needs before her own. 
you know, I've watched her uh, just have such a nurturing soul to where she wants to just take care of, you know, the family of her husband of the household. And so that's just really mm. inspired me. And, you know, now that you know, I'm a new wife, I feel like it's helped me beyond measure because, you know, I'm able to be patient, you know, I'm able to be kind, I'm able to put my husband's, you know, needs before my own and just kind of submit to him and, um, you know, be that, try to be that, you know, proper 31 wife, because that's what I saw growing up. Mm. So I saw someone, you know, so dedicated to keeping Jesus in the house and in her marriage that, you know, it's something that I wouldn't say comes easy to me, but it's something that I'm easily able to live out because mm -hmm. of how many times it was displayed for me. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, we can read something, but when we see somebody living it out in front of us, mm -hmm. there's a, there's a different piece there, right? We're like, wait a minute. It, 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 there is an ability here. God does give us the ability to do what he's called us to do in yeah. his word. Um, which really in all of our stories, when we have that ability, uh, to follow Jesus, right? There's that supernatural change that comes about in our story. And Sandy, I'm thinking about you and what you've shared about um, your relationship with your mom and the home that you grew up in. And then to hear Hannah speak about the fact that um, you've modeled well what she should be um, living out as a, as a Proverbs 31 wife. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because, uh, and maybe you've shared a little bit about this already as we've gone through, but what do you think hearing Hannah share something that, that you who did not witness um, I, I, I'm just thinking the word supernatural comes along here, but what are your thoughts? How, how did that, how do you think the Lord worked that out in your life to hear such a testimony from your, your daughter? Um, I think for me, I, from the get go, well, first of all, I have to give credit to Debbie because she did a, uh, wife study. I remember it was a red book. I think I still mm -hmm. have it somewhere, but, um, so she, Debbie is amazing. She like discipled me for a complete year, pregnant yeah. and everything. Yeah. And she would come every Tuesday to my house and she taught me, you know, I didn't even know there were angels in the story or anything. She taught me from the, from the beginning. And then she even threw in, like, we did a whole study on, on how to be a wife. So I learned the foundations from her, but also I ask, I ask God, please just, you know, give me the wisdom, give me the understanding and the discernment. That was my prayer every single day. Like, you know, I have no idea how to be a mom. I have no idea how to be a wife. Um, like, you know, show me Holy spirit, open up my heart, open up my eyes, teach me. And he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did. And I wasn't perfect. There were times, there were times where I lost it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I can um, all say that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was a big one um, because of the environment that I grew up in. I was a big one like, okay, I'm not going to react right now. I'm going to back up. I'm going to go away and I'm going to pray and then I'll come back. Well, that didn't always, uh, Elmer didn't always want that. Elmer's a guy. He wants to deal with it right now and then. And so <laughs> uh, there were quite a few times where I'm like, nope, I, I need to go away. But it's God. It, it, mm. it's, he did it through me. He taught me. Um, I read books. I read the word, you know, search the word on, you know, what, what does, how to be a wife, you know, and, and, um, you know, being submissive and, and it's just, there's just so much that I'm so thankful for that. And again, you take someone who didn't have any of that. And then you have this, it, it's super, like you said, it's supernatural. It's yeah. God. Yeah. And yeah. he was my strength. He was my wisdom. Like he taught me, um, from the get go. And, and Debbie used to say, um, if I told Sandy to stand on her head for eight hours, she'd get closer to God, she would actually do it. And that was <laughs> my heart from the go. I'm like, okay, you know what? I've never had this. I want it all. Give it all. Wow. To me. 
Wow. Yeah. I would say that's a huge, the personal growth that took place in you was, uh, I would say sped up a bit because you were so teachable. Mm-hmm. You were, and, and I do remember saying that Sandy, because you were so hungry for direction. Yes. And a couple, a couple of memories that I have that really, I guess, model that Elmer did not want to hear the Bible banging, right? When you first became a Christian and, um, and when you're excited, you're passionate about it. You want his eyes to be open, but we just kept saying, honor that like he's not in that place. So you had this uh, very small powder room in -hmm. your, on your main level of your house and underneath the sink, you had your journals and your Bibles and your devotional books and, and you would go into the bathroom to have yep. your quiet time because it was yep. not offensive. <laughs> it was not offensive to Elmer. Yeah. Wow. And that just, I just have, I've shared that with people in terms of like back off trying to change your husband. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. really, I really think you modeled that very well. And just one more funny story that I remember just your openness. You wanted, to, we're teaching about the Holy Spirit and we're talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the speaking in tongues. So we actually went through a lesson on it, teach you about it. Here's your scriptures. And my instruction was, I want you to go back over this and I want you just to study it and learn about it. And then we'll pray together the next time. Now, looking back on it now, 30 years later, I think the reason I didn't pray with you right then was I was nervous to pray with you to see whether or not you would speak in tongues, right? Like there was a nervousness about that in me. I think I needed another week to psych myself up. And you called and you said, I hope it's not a problem, but I think I started speaking in tongues. And I was like, <laughs> it like, is that, should I have waited? And I just was like, oh God, thank you. You know, but just your, wow. because you were so hungry for whatever God wanted, uh, he loved pouring it on you. And that, personal growth, Sandy, you aligned yourself, your thinking, your speech. There was a lot of healing that had to take place. A lot of healing, a lot of forgiveness, teaching and, and courageous steps to forgive in the hard. You, you aligned your life and it wasn't the staples easy button. It was one choice at a time. And as you began to do that, you began to change so significantly that Elmer's almost like, who did I marry? <laughs> oh, completely different people. Yeah. I just got the better version of yeah. Sandy. And the only thing that's changed, because you guys have been together for a while, yeah. was this Jesus piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so talk about, you know, like Hannah said, you know, mom taught us a lot of things, but it was the way you lived yeah. was the difference maker, right? Mm-hmm. That I really, I applaud you for having that heart that was teachable and, and dealing with Sandy, right? dealing with Sandy, because that was what spring loaded um, your own growth. Now, Hannah, you made a reference to the fact that, you know, you had your own little come to Jesus time, right? Yes. <laughs> your own little come, come to Jesus time. Did you, uh, did, were you real aware, aware of your mom's story? Like, were you very familiar with where she came from and her early days with Jesus? Like, or did you just think she was always amazing? I mean, she, she was very open. I think she knew that, you know, her story and, you know, what she went through could, you know, encourage us because she was always pretty open about, you know, like what she went through, you know, what, what happens. And, but I I feel like it wasn't until I got older that I really was able to like understand and appreciate that story. Um, 
because, you know, when, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know, my mom's this amazing Christian. Like she always has been, you know, like <laughs> it was almost like scary. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta be like that. Um, but um, yeah, I know. I feel like as I got older, you know, I, I understood more of, you know, the pain and the, the stuff that she came from and, and it just gave me an even bigger appreciation for, you know, how she poured into us because, you know, she took what she learned from and, you know, what God healed her from and, you know, showed us. So that way, you know, we could, we could learn from that and, and we could, you know, be inspired by that as well. Now you're, you're, you're owning your own faith right now, right? What are a couple things that you would say, Hey, look, if someone asked you, Hannah, how do you grow in your faith? Like what's some of your routine that that's yours, right? It's not something mom told you you had to do. This is, this is the Hannah, Hannah's side of it. Like, how are you growing? Well, I definitely, I make it a priority to, you know, spend time um, in the mornings and God's word and kind of just, you know, spend time in his presence and uh, just, you know, learn and grow from that. I, uh, I do like different devotionals, you know, just to kind of grow. I've, I've been trying more to, you know, get, um, get more like biblical knowledge and, in that kind of area. So, you know, I can be, um, more, you know, prone to talk about the Bible and, you know, talk about different verses and be able to just, you know, give that to other people. Uh, but that's always something that, you know, my mom made a priority. Like I remember I would always see her in the mornings, um, you know, doing her quiet time, spending time with God. I mean, she'd be walking around the house, you know, worshiping and listening to worship music. So, you know, I, I, you know, I had that modeled for me. So I was like, you know, this is what works. I watched, you know, her mm-hmm. growth, her healing. And, you know, I was like, this this is what I'm going to put in my, in my own life to, to grow closer to God and, you know, and become the the woman that I was meant to be. Yeah. Sandy, um, Sandy, you had something I think you wanted to say. Well, I wanted to say like, for me, it wasn't like God went, boom, you're completely healed. It was right. a whole process. Um, and even she has seen, my kids have seen some of the stuff that, you know, God is peeling off. Now, I always tell them, like, we're like little onion layers and God takes us one layer at a time. And I mean, yes, he can go boom. And I was completely healed, but um, it was just different layers and different lies that I had believed. And uh, like three years ago, we went through something and, and God peeled back another layer. And just every time he peels back a layer and heals me. Um, then I'm free in, in another area. You know, it's just, he's never done with us, I guess right. is what I'm trying to say. He's always, always growing us, maturing us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we, I feel, so we can go out and help others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Hannah, what she went through in high school, she's going to go, that's going to be hit her, her ministry. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what she wants to do. I mean, it's been prophesied that she's going to be on stage teaching. And I, I feel like it's probably going to be young women you know, who, who are lost right now, who are going through really hurting circumstances like she did. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, it's just, I feel like what we go through, we can use to help others. Amen. Um, Amen. And so, um, but I was going to tell a funny story and that is everyone, all my kids, friends, well, my two oldest friends are kids, their friends called me the psychotic mom because no. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah 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 uh because I was you know you know the Jesus like you know we're not going to drink we're not going to do drugs you know all this and and um I would be sitting on the couch and you know I asked the Holy Spirit give me wisdom give me wisdom and he would give me wisdom you know Hannah's not where she says she's at right now 
So I'd be on the couch and be like, Elmer, Hannah's not where she's at right now. And sure enough, she wasn't there. <laughs> That's pretty scary, isn't it, Hannah? When your mom uh, yeah. can read yeah. your mail through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, you get those texts that say, um, where are you right now? And you're like, oh, crap. And you're like, oh, I'm, I'm at my friend's house. And she's like, no, you're not. And you're like, okay, thanks, God. <laughs> so for new moms, pray for this Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, especially during high school. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Wow, wow. Well, I love watching you guys uh, converse back and forth. And it's apparent, just like you said, Sandy, that your friends, you guys are clearly friends, you know, and, and all your girls are friends. I know I have a friendship relationship with my daughter and Deb has with her sons and her daughter-in-laws as well. And there's such, uh, that's such a great joy, isn't it? Right. To yes. come through that, the, the raising season and have that <laughs> friendship. I love it so much. Um, but what are some things that you guys are in? What ways are you enjoying this season as friends? And then uh, in addition to that, Hannah, as you answer that question, like, do you still need your mom? So for me, I am loving it because yeah. I put in, you know, Elmer and I put in the hard work, hard work of parenting. Right. And, and like, you know, um, sometimes it was easy. Sometimes it was hard, but now we're kind of reaping the benefit of uh -huh. like going through that, you know, like pouring into them, making them, it wasn't an option at our house. You had to go to church, whether you were in your dark time or not, you were going to church, like, you know, just rules. Like we held them accountable. Um, you know, um, one of my things is I wasn't the parent who was going to stick their head in the sand and pretend everything was okay. No, I was going to fight for you. I, um, like your heart is what mattered to me. Like, where was your heart? And, um, you know, um, now that hard work is done almost oh, kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and one more. but I mean, I'm still, you know, and it's fun now. Like we're, we're best friends now. Like, you know, like we can be honest and tell, and sometimes they're a little honest, like, well, mom, do you remember this? I did this. And I'm like, I, I didn't really need to know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yes. um, you know, but, you know, it's just, I'm just, I guess, reaping what we sowed, you know, mm -hmm. like for all those years of yeah. hard work and, you know, and, and just pouring into them and teaching them about God and making God be the focus that like when they went off away from him, they knew where to come back, mm -hmm. um, you know, and just... I don't know. I'm just in awe that all four of them are just amazing and walking with Jesus. So. Amen. Yeah. And I, I think for me, um, it's, it's a really sweet season, uh, you know, with us of being friends and stuff. Cause you know, growing up there's, there's like a pressure, you know, to, to please your parents to, you know, obey. And then when you fall short of that, you, you, you know, you, you get upset, but like now, you know, I feel like, you know, like she said, like, I've been taught, I know what to do, like that, that whole, like, you know, grinding and teaching season is over. So now, you know, we can just relax and just hang out, you know, like I can call her about my day, I can tell her anything. So, you know, it's just, it's now, you know, not so much of, um, you know, a growing season. It's more of like, you know, just she can be my shoulder to cry on, you know, I can call her after work and tell her about, you know, the different patients I had, like, it's just, it's like a genuine friendship that, um, you know, I don't have to worry about anything. I can just come like as I am. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we go to lunch all the time. Yeah. I was like, Hey, you want to meet at our favorite sushi place? Yeah, let's yeah. go. And, you know, we just, <laughs> we pretty much do everything together now between lunch, movies, 
she'll call me to go grocery shopping so I can push the cart for her. <laughs> like, oh, goodness, <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's fun. You know, we, we have fun. It's, it's a sweet, sweet relationship and season now that we're in. So yeah, that's awesome. You know what? I think you're going to realize how much you depend on your mom's counsel is when you guys have kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause you're going to be like, mom, what to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. That's what, what a, uh, what a story. You know, Sandy, I just want to look right at your face. Now I hope I don't cry. Cause I might say I've done good. I've done good. I know, <laughs> I know, but I just want to tell you, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. What a godly um, woman you are. Uh, your marriage to Elmer. I've watched, you know, kind of creeped on Facebook over the years. And, um, you know, I have the pictures of all four of us as those youngsters. Yeah. And and to look at the woman that you were, that was like behind a, a thick shell. And you have just blossomed. And I'm so glad you had four daughters. Yes. Because um, the world needs more daughters like you have raised. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just want to tell you a great job, just a thank great, you. great job. And mm-hmm. thank you for letting me be a part of it in your apartment early on. Right. Well, I just want to say thank you to you for pouring into me. You know, you didn't have to, I was a mess who wanted to be my friend. I was a mess. And, um, you know, like I was living in sin, you know, I told my girls just a couple of months ago, I was like, can you imagine, cause I talk about you all the time. Like, can you imagine if Debbie said, oh, she's not worth it. I'm not going to have dinners with her. Or, you know, I'm not going to tell her about Jesus. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage everyone to invest in the friendships, invest mm-hmm. in the lead, leading people, teaching people, discipling people about Jesus, because, mm-hmm. because of Debbie, God using Debbie, my family has completely changed. My children, my grandchildren, my great grand, the whole generation has been changed. And the cool thing is that when people get nervous, I can't do that in someone's life. I can't do all God asked us to do is love you mm-hmm. and loving. You started off with dinner and a board game yeah. and then developing the right to be heard, yeah. you know, so that when life did fall apart, which didn't take too long, you yeah. know, for that to happen, um, that, that we, whatever we shared about Jesus had our Jesus had already loved you mm-hmm. through us. Right. And so yeah. the, the change though, the change took place when you said yes to yes. Jesus and that's yeah. the key. All right. So look, I know that there's like six more hours of things. And I think you guys ought to just start your own story time with Sandy and Hannah, because uh, there's so much, <laughs> I think there's such a wealth of information that you haven't even tapped into yet. Mm-hmm. But if you had to have one final thought anything that want any one spot on comment that you want to make to encourage our listeners from your story you know from something with mother's daughters what would it be, what would be your highlight statement Hannah let's uh, go with you on you know I would just want to encourage especially you know the young women just just cherish your mom you know um it's hard. I know it's hard in middle school and high school, you know, you think, oh, they're killing my fun or they don't understand me, you know, but you get out from that and you grow and you look back and you're like, wow, like my mom did everything for me. Like, you know, and you almost get this sense of like, I didn't appreciate it while I had it. Um, so I just encourage you to, to just cherish your mom, to spend time investing in that relationship and just to really listen to her counsel because 
you don't realize how much you need it until you're on the other side and, you know, you see, you see what she did for you, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I'm loving the season that I'm in right now, but there's times where I'm like, Oh, I miss, you know, like just walking out of my room and going and finding my mom being like, mom, guess what just happened? You know, like telling yeah. her about my day. So, you know, like, just don't take that for granted. Don't let the the evil of this world, you know, tell you that, you know, there's something better than what God has for you because, you know, just cherishing your mom and, and really listening to her counsel is what's mm -hmm. really going to get you out on the other side and, and, you know, grow you in the long run. Mm, that's so good. Sand is your big finale. <laughs> so um, I want to speak to the moms and especially the moms that have young children pour into them right now. You know, there's so many good resources out. Our favorite when they were toddlers was the rhyme Bible. You have to be the one that teaches them about God. Don't rely on the church. Don't please don't rely on the world right now. <clears throat> um, but you just pour into them. I mean, I can remember um, Elmer would be the donkey on the, uh, Palm Sunday and we would make, you know, uh, palms and, you know, we'd all sing Hosanna. We would build, you know, Jericho, like do all of that fun stuff, like pour into them who God is, who they are in God. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> the other thing I want to say is just pray, pray, pray for them, but above all, love them, mm -hmm. love them where they're at, have goals of where you want them to be and pray for those goals, but love them where they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my last thing, I just want to say, fight, fight, fight for them, because um, the enemy sure is fighting for them. And we need to make sure that we're fighting for them because we will stand in front of God one day and give an account to how we raised our children. And um, I just going through the teenage years is tough and you have to fight for them. And a lot of that fighting is on your knees. Because mm -hmm. sometimes they won't listen to you, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's just that that's just my, what I've learned and just ask the Holy spirit, give me wisdom, you know, give me, you know, direction, you know, direct me on how I can encourage them and the calling that you've placed on their lives. And, and just, if there was one thing I could say to my younger self, it would be enjoy it. A lot of times I was, cause I was homeschooling and I always had a baby. And then I had four kids I was homeschooling and, you know, um, I just wish I had enjoyed it more. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I enjoyed it, but I was just so stressed. Like, Oh my goodness, I've got to get this done and that done. And I, I really wish that. So for the young moms, enjoy each moment because it's almost over for us. Uh, we've almost got mm -hmm. our last kid and I keep telling Elmer, let's adopt. And he's like, no. Hey, Sandy, <laughs> just enjoy where you are now because yes. both Laura and I would tell you that the empty nest is pretty sweet. Okay. <laughs> and then come the grandchildren anyway. So and the nest has little chicklies back in there. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well, this has been like an amazing, amazing conversation. And we are truly so grateful to you guys, Sandy and Hannah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing um not just the wealth of um, understanding that you've received, but just for sharing your joy of being in this relationship together and how Jesus has made all the difference in your story. I think this is really going to speak to a lot of people in many, many places where we are, regardless of what our situations with our moms or our daughters, it just shows us the, the supernatural power that we have in the Holy Spirit, right? And then he leads us, he guides us, he walks with us. So thank you for sharing. We're just so, so grateful that you've been here with us today. So for our listeners, we hope that you will join us next week. It's the final week in May. We have another uh, 
amazing mother and daughter combination. And we would love to have you join us for that too. So for Deb, Hannah, and Sandy, and myself, we want to say thanks for being with us. God bless you guys. And we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.